to see how this goes before tweeting it out or anything. Okay, we're back. Hopefully this thing sounds a little bit better this time. I hope so. Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking at yeah. the router. All lights are blinking. I'm looking at the router. All lights are blinking. I mean, it sounds... Am I uh, peaking too much, talking too much closer to the mic? But... Chrono Trigger says, but the one Kia says, do audio mixers even overheat? Not really. This is a USB audio mixer. It's not like it's not analog. It's just a digital signal going into the computer. Ford F-150 says soup. I don't know what that means. Uh, Boris says sounds better now. Sam LED Consulting says you need to up your game, kids. Don't know how. Uh, so far, so good. This is also spot on good. Not getting any clipping now. Fantastic. So all I did Hopefully. was just reset the computer. Have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> hmm. What beverage did you get here? You have, mm. it just has a picture of a dinosaur. Yes, on it, it does. Brontosaurus. <laughs> it is a sour okay. ale with peach, marshmallow, vanilla, lactose. Wow. They say it's part of the Gummy Saurus series. I literally got it because it has a, a picture of a dinosaur on it. You nice. Really see. <laughs> okay, so match my shirt. Good news is we uh through uh, we saved all the super chats from the uh ones before. So if you ask super chats, we will get to them. It is so freaking hot. <laughs> yeah. This is dumb. I wish I had central air, but I'm too cheap and I don't want it. Um, I got the exhaust fan running in the attic. I have, uh, the wind tunnel situation going on with my room where there's a fan blowing in my window in the room and a fan blowing out in the guest bedroom next to it. And because it has a shared closet, hopefully it's a cross breeze going through and tonight, uh, it'll be an improvement over the the what the ac unit although i'll probably use the ac unit like note to myself turn the ac unit on at like i don't know eight all right and just put it on full blast yeah cool down the room and then switch to fans maybe yeah <laughs> maybe depends on what time we go to bed so, i have to get riley to the airport tomorrow by six <laughs> which means that's gonna be no i have to be that's when i like take off so it needs to be before that. Uh, six. We'll figure it six, out. Six, five, four, usually two hours. Yeah. For uh, three, two, one. So we one leave at one o'clock because it's a weekday. So now I have yeah. to think about the Schuylkill Expressway and all that stop and go traffic we had leaving on a Sunday. <laughs> it's worse going in because it's kind of like Portland, how the city can't, the, the, mm. the roads can't grow anymore. They can't nope. get any wider. And Philadelphia is like five times the size of Portland with not that much more highways. So, mm. so ideally we leave at like noon. All right. That's, <laughs> or something I, that's like that. fine. I mean, the great thing about Philly <laughs> airport is you can kill a lot of time there. Um, I'll survive. Yeah. The, the awesome place, if you want to not be around people at Philly airport is terminal a West All right. is great. the international terminal. There's a smash burger out there <gasps> that, you don't know what you just said. <laughs> Smashburg. It's kind of like my favorite thing. Whenever we go to the Denver mm -hmm. airport, yeah, I like make a beeline to the Smashburger. Just ask Amy and Asia in the chat because yeah. he's always I'm dragging him behind with me. Right, so let me. So the Smashburger is Terminal A West, which is the international terminal. 
which there's no one there. So it's totally empty. You don't have to wait. You get, you don't have to smell people. Uh, Terminal A and uh, Terminal A East and Terminal A West is the good looking part of the airport because when international flights come in, they're like, welcome to the city Mm -hmm. of Philadelphia. It's not what you think. It's all like uh, respectful, like steel and clean. And it's not like, you know, Terminal C for the C word. <laughs> um, so, and and unlike other airports that segregate you into like little pods and you can't leave, you can go everywhere. You can and feel just like take, yeah. Every, all, it's all open to you. If you're really bored, you can you can uh, ride the bus. The, oh, right. You can. <laughs> no train ride? Like it's going like the little. No, Philly doesn't have a train. Aww. It doesn't have a tram Aww. you can ride for fun. They just have the bus Mm. that goes from uh, Terminal BC connector to Terminal F. I'll just like go back and forth on the moving walkway. Like you can have fun. It takes like thirty-five to forty minutes to walk from one end of the airport to the airport. There you go. Get my exercise. Yeah, you can literally just keep on strolling. They have a mall in the middle of the airport. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's the marketplace. Like Terminal B and Terminal C, there's a big big space in between them. Um, or exactly, uh, B or terminal BC. Yeah. The BC connector. Um, uh, wait, uh, are you TSA pre? Yeah. I'm clear pre-check. I got it all baby. Okay, great. Um, Philadelphia airport, um, has a security station that is just TSA pre. Great. Only. Heck yes. And what's fun about it is you watch the uninformed walk up to it and say terminal a uh, pre-check no. no go back down the escalator go outside oh, walk no. so but you want i think it is terminal what was it is, is it always terminal b i will figure yes it's uh, always b bravo <laughs> yeah. i can read signs I think so are, are you like sure. do you have like a mobile pass like and, yep. and just a chat and just a carry-on bag yep i don't even have to stop to get anything it's yeah wonderful not so i will drop you shit. off at terminal b all right terminal b you go into terminal b turn left and then there will be an escalator that goes up with the big TSA pre right there. And they sometimes even have someone at the bottom of the escalator. Like, are you TSA pre? I'm like, yeah, let me see. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the smart way to do it. And that one, there's hardly any line at that specific one. Cause everybody lines Cheat code. Up, yeah. Cheat code. <laughs> so uh podcast reset, just to introduce everyone here. This is a uh, mythomorph Riley, Hello. Uh, our buddy and also occasional RCR uh, filming uh, attendant assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, very good job today with everything and helped us film Mount St. Helens. She was the voice you heard doing all the interviews. So that was wonderful. Um, yeah. And so I got to drive that mail truck. It was great. Mm, it was <laughs> great. It was great. Fantastic, Fantastic weather for that show. Oh, yeah. It was, so a beautiful it was wonderful. Day. Not like now. I mean, it's a beautiful day, but it's like this, this is the Pennsylvania that people are like, oh, it's oh, you're in the north. It's nice and cold. It's like, no, this is the pits of the summer. This is, I mean, it's like, oh, it's only 90 degrees. Yeah, but it's like Florida humidity and the mm, wind isn't blowing. Stinky. No, it's just you don't get this a breeze is, at all. Ugh worst imagine uh, like people who lived in this house in, in the late 18th century or 18th century no. 1800s just had to deal with this heat all the time and yeah. that was i guess just well this is the temperature it would have been so it's not oppressive but we have a ceiling fan we got one thing in our favor yeah, Less. <laughs> yeah they didn't have that 
I don't know. I guess they would just like go to bed or whenever they fall asleep or they just sit around or, or maybe back in the day, people would just jump in the river. That's what I would think. It was like going to the other end of town, but down by Fisher's Dam and just, just jump in the river. And the women would wear those, those swimsuits that were an entire dress. (laughs) And the men would wear those horizontal No ankle showing. No. Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, It sounds like hell. Yeah. I I mean, it really is one of those things that don't get factored into any time travel stories, how Mm. miserably hot it would be. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, we were on the Adam Friedland show um, this past week. And for the most part, I mean, it was a good experience. And those are... Like it was just fun being around them and listening to comedians uh, ply their craft in a way, even though they don't really like talking about their craft, which is fine by me because we don't really like talking about cars on when we're off the clock, I guess. (laughs) So there was someone who asked if Adam's whole bad interviewer shtick is a bit or whether it's genuine. And I feel like it's somewhere in the middle in the sense that, you know, yes, he is learning how to become a podcast host, but I feel like there's a natural affability to him that very, makes him very. very easy to like. Because I feel like, you know, the concern about likability isn't really for me there the way that it would be if, you know, say, I don't know, I were hosting a thing. Like for the in the same way Adam's learning how to be a podcast host, like I'm trying to learn how to be a better podcast guest mm. because I don't really say anything. Because I'm always afraid of like interjecting in the middle of a conversation that's actually going somewhere to then not have anything to say that's more important than the thing that was being said. But then it's about learning how to kind of advocate for yourself and not sort of like not along and yes dear your way mm-hmm. through everything that you do like in life. <laughs> yeah well yeah no because i mean like it's about finding a middle ground so that you're not necessarily um it's not necessarily a self-fulfilling prophecy of feeling that you're basically radiating npc energy yeah. and <laughs> feeling like you're not uh i mean obviously like they ask you to be on and so mm-hmm. if you're going to be on then be on and mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's one of those things that I'm learning along the way and wanting to really improve at. And I guess that's one of those things that just comes with time, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And in the world of the internet, people want you to be an, uh, an expert already. Yes. Not realizing that a lot of the uh, curated internet personalities have a, a like seasoned producer behind them telling them what to say. Um, as we're now, I don't know. I guess we're still web 2.0 or is this three? I don't even know what we're on. It's two. (laughs) I don't even know. Crypto shit. Okay. Blockchain. I don't even know what Vatican we're on. Are we still on Vatican (laughs) two? Or are we on? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Uh Yeah. People were sending super chats from the previous thing when the audio wasn't good. So let's get to some of these. Yeah, things. we still have those. Thank you. Chrono Tango asks, how do melt crates enter circulation and why do people throw such perfect storage crates out? Well, what, to, what, what, how so, is a milk crate like, oh, you mean the crate? For some reason, I thought like from like Gears Dairy or something like <laughs> yeah. that. 
the, the real ones like from the, they're made of wood are, are they like, somehow better than the ones you buy from target or something like that well when we went to the uk they were still they still had milkmen making deliveries and they had those crates and each one had an individual slot for each milk bottle which you know adorable and i find myself thinking like yes those are ideal milk or ideal storage and transport devices but also like what are you exactly transporting that that is that shape like i'm trying to mm -hmm. i put everything in an rcr mind frame of like what are what would brian or i use this to transport mm. or to store you know and i'm not entirely sure that there's there a is a tall, tall, tall boys, boys. <laughs> tall yeah. boys. it's like hey everybody we brought yeah trees. <laughs> Well, yeah. there's a crate over there that I keep my records in, and it fits it perfectly. Oh, but that's those. not a that's not a milk crate. That's just I don't know what they a call plastic it. Plastic crate. Plastic storage bin. Open storage. Bin. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Good question though. Adam Crutchfield, familiar face. Mad props to '70s Ford technicians who had to adjust timing on a 351 Cleveland with factory AC. Accessing the hold down bolt is a bitch. How's your day? So, okay, what the hold down boat with a 351 Cleveland is, a, I'm guessing the, oh, excuse me. Yeah, the factory AC sits on, t sits way too close. I'm guessing, I don't know a 351 Cleveland off the top of my head, but I'm guessing the AC compressor is too close to the hold down bolt that uh, holds your uh, distributor in place. Uh, so you can set timing. Modern engines don't have distributors. I felt bad like during during the Adam Freeland show when I like start saying things and refer to things like car parts and stuff like that. And Adam has no idea like anything about cars. At the same time, he wants the GX 470. Yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. And we yeah were he, wants a about GX, that. he wants a GX 470, which is one of the best cars you can buy. Um, but he wants it because there's childhood uh, memories about yeah. someone in the family having a GX 470. Um, and it's like, okay, a GX 470 is the car you buy if you could afford an Escalade, but you don't want to show off and you want something even 10 times better. Um, Absolutely. but you don't want to buy, but you don't want to buy, but you don't want a Mercedes G wagon because you're making no statements about yourself except to other Toyota nerds. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, well, also, but like it's New York and I, I couldn't imagine wanting to own a car if I lived in New York. No. But then again, it's, you know, these are guys who, I don't know, I feel like they, they're in a better place to kind of make that decision mm -hmm. with regards to Man, who's blowing want. you up over it there. Zazzle. <laughs> apparently oh we selling uh, merch yeah apparently, it, no, it so says wrong? look what you've sold like i get one of those even if i've sold nothing or one thing uh, so yeah i deposited the the thing i gotta get it to you but oh great um yeah it's funny because uh with like i wouldn't have expected if you told me to guess what kind of car adam friedland would want to get i would not have guessed you know that type of and yeah, but, champion car yeah but i mean it kind of makes sense in the grand scheme of things because if you're going to do something like that if you're going to have a car in new york it might as well i mean i i, I mean it's going to get messed up it's going to get messed street up street anyway. parking but uh uh yeah like if i would think of a new york car i would think suzuki samurai mm. um i want something narrow with a lot of wheel travel big chonky tires i want a hard top because you can get them as hard tops Cause I don't want to drive a Jeep cause people are going to cut it, you know, yeah. cut the fabric and like mess stuff up on the inside. Um, I would want something and if it gets dinged and dented 
Uh, it just sort of fits it. A, a beat-up Suzuki Samurai looks just as good as a, as a regular one. Um, uh, it, but it wouldn't be a good car for Adam because if you, that's a older style car, you have to know how to work on it. I think they still have distributors and you're, you're buying a 25, 30 year old, tiny little four by four, um, that has specific parts that you will not stop. It's a classic car now. And the rule about classic cars is you will never stop working on. Mm. So, and he doesn't want that. He wants some to just turn the key and go. So you're talking about modern things. Um, about mid two thousands Rav Four, I think, would be great. Oh yeah. Um, the mid two thousands Rav Four, the rear hatch opens sideways, and it opens toward the curb. So you're gonna be have to be on street side to load stuff in, as opposed to one that just lifts up. But if you're just using it to get around, and since he lives out of borough, then that wouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, yeah. I think for like if I if I would guess Rav Four or CRV, mm. but that violates my third rule of a car purchase is what does it have to do for you emotionally? Mm. And if you're emotionally invested in a vehicle, you're going to take care of it. You're going to repair it as opposed to just here's something that you have and you're like, oh this, oh this burden of mine. I'm just gonna I'm gonna not change the oil. I'm going to fix it when it absolutely does not move away from my house anymore. And then <laughs> yeah. I have a $5,000 repair bill. And you're like, but I only paid it. That costs twice as much as what I paid for it. And like, you buy a better car then. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I was spilling everything all over myself. Adam Crutch. Oh, we just answered your question. Wise Sound says, uh, one best suit at Furry Delphia. Uh, probably Caribou's. Two is uh, Freeland's best. We, we oh, yeah, we, we, we'll we'll probably that. bring that up again and again. Probably, yeah. Um, and also six ninety nine. Nice, nice. nice. Uh, Diego Martinez, thank you. Uh, Cobalt SS turbocharged. That is all love on the podcast. Oh, so you have a Cobalt SS turbocharged? Thank you. That is all love the podcast. Thank you. Um, so yeah, it was kind of a an interesting. This is my first time really traversing new york city like we were there for the auto show but we left kind of like we just weren't there for any length of time yeah we saw everything there was to see yeah yeah i went to uh so for this one i decided like i want to walk around the city because i love i love areas of commerce and mm -hmm. new york city is like if someone made a city out of a mall Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I was just walking around, you know, near where the Flatiron is, Lego store, ended up in the Museum of Sex, which is basically like a glorified sex store. And, you know, it's just wall-to-wall -wall lube and various things you can put in your butt. And <laughs> it's, you know, fun times. So, I mean, as I'm walking around, I kind of find that with cities, it's kind of different. In the before times, there isn't there isn't this like underlying current of anxiety because I mean, well, there is in the social sense of like it's a huge throng of people. But even now, where it's something that I suppose I'm less worried about than I was, mm -hmm. there's still in that sense feels like it's changed to a point where there is this sense of unease that's just layered on top of everything. And now it's not a debilitating unease, but it is something that you're aware of over time. And then as I'm just like walking back to the studio, I pass the dog park and I just forget about all of that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. puppies, let me see this. Mm -hmm. And there was this, the, 
these dogs were like trying to hump on the top of the hill mm-hmm. and they had to like go break it up because mm-hmm. you know obviously can't be having that in the streets even mm-hmm. in new york city so man i love that walk home from the bar that was wonderful yes yeah um and it's like get- nine o'clock at night or something like was it later than that yeah it was uh yeah it was nine o'clock or, or a little later than nine o'clock because we got back in the last like 10 minutes of AEW dynamite <laughs> that I had to watch. I'm like, Oh, I don't have cable. This is my chance to watch dynamite. Uh, so yeah, it's, that was very nice. And that was a lovely hotel room. Cause it was so well air conditioned. Fuck. It was so cold in there. I would yeah, kill yeah. for that right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's something where I, I, I just, I take hotel rooms for granted sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that was a nice, like, uh Oh, I have to walk in New York city at night. And, I think it was you said, wait a minute, this is the rich part. This is midtown Manhattan. Yeah. And like, we're just walking through parks. And like, there was like, you know, like I saw like two legit crust punks. And I'm like, oh, isn't that adorable? Oh. And then like, there's like one or two homeless people doing something or other. They, they're like, they're nocturnal. They mostly sleep during the day. Yeah. And, uh, and it was very nice. It was calm not that loud yeah and there really wasn't traffic or i mean there were some people around i'm like this is a lovely summer night in new york city like oh i i kind of get this yeah it was a was it yeah it was wednesday so i'm like how many people yeah. are really going out on a wednesday night yeah who aren't you know I just don't know. other rich people who live in manhattan yeah who are just hanging out in washington square park or wherever that was yeah it's just so bizarre to me the idea of living in manhattan and never well, mind we went there, to the, but like the rich area yeah just high rent district everywhere you got like stores that sell clothes and you can't pronounce the name of the store and you can't make out the design on the clothes <laughs> what was up with people buying groceries at that restaurant that we went to? oh at italy yeah oh that's hilarious because i was thinking you know this stuff is all outrageously expensive. Now, granted, it's probably incredible. Yeah. You know, some of the smells coming out of there, like that cheese smelled awful, and that's how you know it bung. Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. That cheese bangs. And but it's something where I could never imagine doing my growth. I have a hard time imagining ever like buying oh groceries at a Whole Foods or mm-hmm. Wegmans. Like I'm very much a whatever's like I literally just run to giant. Giant. Yeah. Yeah. It's the path of least resistance. So yeah, I have no idea what that was about. And I wonder if it was kind of a tourism thing, because if it's something where, you know, you're in the neighborhood, not even like out of town tourism, but like out of neighborhood tourism. Yeah. Which is like, if I'm here, they got the good pears, they got yeah. the good cheese, they mm-hmm. got, you know, the chocolate that is, you know, tempered and mm-hmm. 90% cacao or whatever yeah. crazy ratio. It's just very nice. I wonder if you live in Manhattan, are you at the level of wealth where you don't have to go to get groceries? Do you just like eat in small sandwich shops for lunch and dinner every day? And if you don't feel like going out, you just have something delivered. Yeah. I mean, I would, I could say without reservation that if I had live in Midtown Manhattan money or, or wherever we were, uh, I would probably just be ordering out every single night and Mm. I would Mm. die at like, 42 yeah so <laughs> i it's just one of those things of you know well actually with money probably it probably there's probably lots of like all sorts of healthy options around absolutely small plates your bill leaving every single restaurant will be 70 dollars. but if you're making seven figures fuck it 
you know. I mean, my meal was vegetarian at Italy, so yeah. you know, it's whatever. Uh, I did not look at that bill. I was afraid. I did not. Um, Nick was very Nick generous, was, and yeah. he insisted, like he would not hear of us. Like, yeah, it was very kind. But yeah, and drinks afterwards. Yeah, that after he left, I gave the bartender a twenty. Yeah, because like I, 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 I have to be involved in this somehow. Like I felt bad that. Isn't that a thing? Feel bad for people doing nice things, you know. But at the same time, I figure that all I ever did for Mullen was get him into the auto show. And then, like, maybe it's like an autistic thing. It was like, these scales aren't even. Yeah. But I need to contribute to the bill. Well, I'll get him back next time or well, it's whatever. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's like an extension of not wanting to be in any form of debt, whether like actual or emotional. Mm. So that even though he doesn't want the money back or doesn't want you to contribute, there is still this residual guilt of or this debt guilt of feeling like something is owed that must plug this hole that this chasm between the hospitality and the end goal of, I should feel good about this, but mm. I don't know. I was not a person involved in this i suppose mm. like as i feel it too but i've also allowed myself after a certain point to kind of look at it as you know just accepting what people are putting out there and true and you know on another hand you know they're at they're at a level in their careers far beyond us yeah so i there you go yeah i checked out their patreon it's ridiculous it's great yeah but um yeah um, good guys Great guys. Great guys. I'd be, I'd be on anytime they want. The bus is two and a half hours and it's super cheap. It is. is. It? Yeah. Pass Nick paid for my ticket because <laughs> I accidentally double booked the auto show and got a refund. So uh, this is like 38 bucks. Yeah. One, or is that or, one way? One way. Well, well, round trip, it was like, well, with tax. So yeah, like 70. Yeah. It was like 38 for one way. Yeah. And that's include like, like, tunnel tolls that you're not paying for what is it the lincoln tunnel that goes in on the holland tunnel Tunnel. i think yeah Yeah. it's holland tunnel taxes congestion taxes plus gas plus your time oh no it's just get on the klein bus and put on your headphones and And sleep and sleep well i mean i sleep but it's well i mean i sleep on buses i try yeah i mean it was it's kind of rough because i keep forgetting to bring something i can like put my head on and Mm. so i'm just like bunching up well, this time I didn't have a jacket or anything, so I'm just kind of laying there and with my sack of toiletries and, <laughs> and waking up with a stiff neck as we get to Hellertown. I'm just like, eh, time to just put on Kanye for the rest of the ride. Nice. Can you sleep on buses or planes? Riley? Yeah, I can. I can get away with it because I'm short. Awesome. <laughs> Tell me about those pods on uh, Alaska. Oh, no, it's not a pod. That's this is like, a travel podcast now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's apparently, yeah. No, that's that's what you're I, do. I flew over from Seattle to, to wherever we are. <laughs> I was about to say East. Pittsburgh again. No, this is not Pittsburgh. No, it's not Pittsburgh. This is East Central Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. You're somewhere whatever. in Pennsylvania. Where, I don't even know where I am. Uh, so, yeah, I, I came out first class. A uh, friend uh, flew me out. So it's like, you need a vacation. Go. Go have fun. So we did, uh, yeah, just like first class Alaska. It's not the nice, you know, mint class like you can get on JetBlue where you can like lay down in your little pod and get wine, just like pour it on your lap, like constantly just flowing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I got got to be spoiled a little bit, which was really, really nice. Um, But it's almost like too exciting, you know, getting all this like 
you're getting wine and dined and you know it's so comfortable <laughs> and all this stuff you're like too excited to even like someone in the main chat says oh god Italy makes the whole makes whole foods look like cum town <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh, everything was just so outrageously expensive because i'm like oh well maybe i'll you know get a freaking something to take with me just to have it i'm like nope big time nope Mm. Yeah, some oh, pretty that, far from Avian Invasion's like, yes, she will go on. Usually I travel with, with Avian Invasion. We do a bunch of convention touring stuff together. And yep. he's like six five, so he gets like this much leg room between his knees and the person in front of him, and I get, you know, this. Oh, I farted so again. I make fun of him a lot. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. <laughs> Sucks to be you. I only got the pods once. And that was coming back from New Zealand part two, mm. where the plane from LAX to uh, um, Philly was an it, uh, had an international cabin. So first class was the pods, yeah. uh, mm. which was like, I feel bad that I'm not going to use this to its fullest potential. We still got the blankets and everything, but it's only like a five hour flight. So I guess I sort of napped kind of. But I got angry at the, I think it was the Ryan Gosling, uh, the movie where he plays Neil Armstrong. Oh, First Man. Yeah, First Man. I got angry at that because it's just him staring and being moody and his wife is a bitch. Yeah, I, I heard, I mean, I never saw it, but that was the big thing that I kept hearing of it. It's too ponderous. Yeah. You're just staring at the screen, waiting like, for something to happen. They're on the mood and his wife is sad. <laughs> it's like all he's doing is his wife is angry at him and he's one of the greatest America greatest people to ever live. Mm. And she's just eh, mm. the whole movie. And he's I'm I'm Neil I'm Ryan Gosling and I'm Neil Armstrong and I'm and I'm gay. <laughs> 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 I'm on the moon and all right. That's one uh, small infinity and beyond. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen the Lightyear movie either. I have not either. Uh, I've heard it's good though. It's Pixar, so yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, they usually do a good job. They usually so does he do. have butt sex? Who? Uh, Buzz I mean, Lightyear. If you, if you Buzz go Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. The right places on the internet. Yeah, he does. So what's the, what's the, is there some sort of like he has like a boy crush in that movie or what's going on? Oh, there was this whole freak out because there is a, a same sex couple kissing, and I believe Buzz Aldrin like it's two. Kisses. It's just two gals that are just like celebrating his return from something. I just saw like that clip and they just do a quick smooch and that's it. Yeah. China's furious oh, about it's, it. Oh, it's the most safest LGBT Correct. thing you have is two it's hot Disney. girls kissing. Yeah. It's Disney. Yeah. yeah. Happened to Rise of Skywalker, happened to um, uh, Doctor Strange. or it, So it's just two women kissing in the background. It's 2022. Nope. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. I don't no, know. You, we need to move on to freaking Jim Shulman and his husband sucking face. Like two <laughs> old salesmen, like death and rebirth of like salesmen, like a door to door. That's that's real gay. Those are those. Jim Shulman is is like carved in amber gay. Like, I aspire to be more like Jim Shulman. Yeah, I He's do a too. man yeah. for all seasons. Yeah. And he can bake a fine cheesecake. He can. Or is that his husband who makes the cheesecakes? Well, I forget. Either man can entertain an entire table. Yeah, like I mean, the the stories that that guy has of like being gay in 1971, wow. like and going to like like sex shops where you had to know a password, 
and like going to drag shows in like Philly in the seventies, like like the Rocky era. Anyway, it's like Stranger Things, where the the one uh, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter they were talking about how you know because she's gay in that, and it's like, well, it's the eighties. Why why couldn't you say? Do you have any idea how bad it was for people in the eighties? How bad it was for people in the nineties? How bad it was for people in the fucking two thousands? Yeah, you you still had confirmed bachelors. (laughs) Yeah. How bad it is for some people now. Sheesh. There, okay, Box Fossil says, given the chance by an engineer, would you review a commuter train? No. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. People want the train review so badly because I think they know for the same reason they want the boat review, that it'd be negative. But oh, yeah, like, boat. I hate boats. I don't like boats. I don't like trains. It'd be a pain in the dick to film. Like, how they, do they're, you they're, film Both of them are terrible. Yeah. Or just stay in front of it and film it. Trains are very dangerous. You don't get near them because they don't stop. Yeah, that's they just keep going. That's the what the flat iron building. Yeah, yeah it's the flat iron building sideways, just rolling along. <laughs> and then for a boat, you would need another, another boat. boat to film it. I'm just like the only person who got away with that was Matt Farah because he had like a guy with a drone to follow the boat. Ah, uh, yeah, and we can't awesome. thunder in paradise. This shit. <laughs> that would be great if we could. Um, but thank you for your good donation. Thank you. It's Matto with a very generous donation. Hey, Brian. Ever thought about writing a book? Yes. I was just talking about it with a few people. And I think I was talking to you, Riley, or someone else. About, I know the kind of book I want to write. I talked to an illustrator and a guy who can do layout. Uh, I need to find a artist. And I have a few specific Hi. that I'd like to. Hello. Let me be specific. Oh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can have multiple Wait. artists, too, because I, um, I want to have it be a cross between a coffee table. Well, it's really going to be a, a well-illustrated coffee table book. So, you know, when I describe people like this is a person who blah, 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 yeah. combine, like do an illustration of the person who drives this car and the car is in the background, but there's a specific type of art that I don't know what it is. And I'll show it to you guys later where it's a highly detailed black and white line drawing with a lot of crap going on in it. Hmm. And there's like, there's like uh, arrows and stuff pointing onto like, like, gut from eating sheets constantly oh and yeah <laughs> like uh two watches one that works and the other is expensive <laughs> like that uh so yes show me and the only reason i ask is so can so you can narrate an audiobook version so i can listen to academic brown well that's two different things like like me uh doing a straight up narrow uh, like an audio narration or, or literary criticism of a blank and I'd be all about going taking another grad class. Like, I why, like when everybody introduce yourself in grad class. Why are you here? I'm here to write a book about writing a book. <laughs> and I'm writing this off. It's very meta. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like Kramer making a coffee table book about coffee that, tables. Or that is a coffee books, table. Or, yeah. That is a, yeah. So great question. Thank you. Uh, Zeus 2011. Do you know? Those Sunday tweets that you post a hint about what Monday's RCR will be, you should call that the regular car preview. Hey, hey, hey now cute. you're working with fire. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Regular car preview. So it's a preview, but it's also a hint. I can try regular car preview. Yeah. For you, I hope future Brian can remember that. Thank you, Zeus. I'm going to refresh here. To see yeah, we, got, we just got one more. Yeah. Just got one more. Okay. Boris again, thank you. Uh, the best New York borough 
Oh, Burrow, as in Burrow, uh, is the one where you can get a $500 blowy behind 7-Eleven at 5 a.m. from a coked out Kenny Hackensnaff. Harksnaff? Hackraff? Kenny Hackraff? Yeah. Hankraff. Hankraff. Hankraff, salesman extraordinaire. Is that, a, is that a, like a, a character? I don't Kenry know. Henry Hankraff, salesman extraordinaire. <laughs> that sounds like... Uh... Like... Like... What if Spampton G. Spampton, but he just wants to give you a blowjob? <laughs> we'll just have to take his word for it. Yeah. Good question, Boris. Uh, we were going to talk about motorcycles or something like that. I remember that saying, yeah, <laughs> you like that. the only topic I can talk about. Yeah. Related to what you guys do. So Riley learned how to ride a motorcycle, but instead of doing the 250 route, nah. you started with a what? Yeah, it was actually a friend of mine showed me the regular car reviews, uh, Kawasaki Ninja 250 review. Uh -huh. That was the first video I ever saw from you guys. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And laughed my ass off. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, we're talking about other cars and stuff. And I casually mentioned to the same friend one point that's like, you know, I kind of like that Pontiac Aztec. It looks neat. And he's like, I have a video for you. <laughs> Puts that on and I go, yeah, no, I, I know it's not a good car, but I still think it looks cool. I'm just weird. I don't know. So um, well, you get yeah. along with the owner because that guy is like three of them. <laughs> Why? Well, he's from Australia and they never got that there. So I'm like, ah, uh, so this is heaps. Uh, I can't do an Australian accent. <laughs> Don't do this is heaps great. Yeah. So I've been writing for only about three years. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't do I was talking about like, oh, I, I liked what the things that you said in the video about the 250. Like, it's just a bike that teaches you how to ride. Mm -hmm. That's how you put it. And that's what I want to do. I was like, I want to learn how to ride. Not sure to start. Friend, you know, was like, oh, yeah, take the MSF course. You know, ask me any questions you have, blah, blah, blah. And um, I ended up having a friend that was selling their Kawasaki Ninja 650. And uh, two weeks after I took the MSF course, I had a bike. And it was the best thing. Mm -hmm. I did not expect how much that I would enjoy riding. Mm -hmm. um, and I always kind of just like wanted to try it. I'm really um, I like, I like thrill seeker, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, I like things that go fast. But uh I was not, it was not, I didn't have any support from like family or anything like that. So I had to kind of get it in secret. Shh. So I hid it in a storage unit. It was like a tiny little like eight by four, like closet. Um, so that my parents wouldn't find out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I should be like, Bob, I'm going to hang out with friends, get on the bike, drive the fuck off in the mountains and hope I don't die. Mm -hmm. uh, no, absolutely been uh, my favorite little toy. And I've learned so much about vehicles, about maintenance. I look at my poor car and I go, I'm so sorry. Nobody <laughs> ever told me like you, there's a maintenance chart in there that you should follow if you want to like keep it in good condition. So I'm like, I will not mess this up with the bike because yeah. it has a higher chance of killing me. Mm -hmm. I respect that. I want to make sure I do a good job. So learned a lot of the basic maintenance. Um, bike friends are awesome. It's a great like little community. Yeah. I, I was kind of worried about being, you know, a girl getting into bikes if I'd be treated differently, no, I've not run into that. Thankfully, um, it's been great to meet new people, make connections, answer questions. If you have something about that, um, I've now 
that I have my baby. I've been, I painted her myself. She's like a blue purple color shift. She's got purple underglow. Mm. I got heated grips on there. I got a, a heated jacket because I'm in the Pacific Northwest and I want to be able to ride uh, more years, you know, more times out of the year. So uh, we can, we could be together longer. Yes. And it's, it's wonderful. So yeah, I love my bike. <laughs> Excellent. And Specifically, it's the 650 Ninja that's the twin. Oh, so I should say, yeah, it's a big, 2007. Big piston, so it's a torque monster, and all it wants mm -hmm. to do is wheelie all the time. I love those. I love big twins. I like one-longers, too. Yeah, and I was definitely hesitant about getting something that powerful, especially for my first bike. And I only weigh, like, 130 pounds, so this bike is almost four times the weight that I am. And wow. it was intimidating for sure. And I was like, oh no, did I make a mistake? Like the first two weeks, I dropped it like six times trying to come to a stop, just doing a lot of practice. But eventually I got the hang out of it. Um, I did, I did, I have gone down once, um, like my first month of owning it, drove away from that accident, learned a big lesson from that, just grabbed too much front brake. The reel wasn't straight. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Won't make that mistake again. That is for sure. Um, I dump most of my bikes off road. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Um, like dirt bikes and stuff like that. And, and uh, but this is a bike that I'm not going to outgrow. It's not going to be it giving me too much in trouble if I don't ask of it. But it will give me the power when I need it, mm -hmm. especially if I'm need to get out of somebody's way so they don't run me over. Yeah. Um. So I think that it's it's a it's the perfect fit for me. I'm really really happy with it. If I end up getting a motorbike in the future, I'll probably just get a newer the Ninja 650. It's an awesome bike, and I see why they are so popular. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't know if I'd get another bike. The like the the taste of your phone's moving across the table. Look at that. <laughs> Who's My I mean, mind. Alien and like Matt, Alien Invasion is back <laughs> in the chat. What did I say? Alien? Alien. Alien. It's Avian. a bird, Avian. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. Actually, it, it is Avian Invasion in the chat. He's the bike friend. Um, he and his uh, what is he his fiance. He has the same bike that I do, yeah, but taller, which oh. is the Versus 650. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. That's what so that it's fantastic because our bikes are just like a year apart, so it ends up having the exact same engine. So Sweet. he's already done all the maintenance on his bike. It transfers over almost one to one. Nice. Time. Wow. Yeah. So it's great having somebody that knows, you know, that's already been doing that kind of on their bike so they can help me out with anything uh, that i we, need we gotta find a grom all i want i, oh, rode, yeah. I <laughs> rode one once and it's hilarious back when we did when we had the uh a car meet at on it oh, in yeah. austin yeah and someone had one i'm like you just oh it's only four speeds it's only four gears and all you can do is go 65 like this thing's hilarious yeah and everybody puts exhausts on it which tries to make it sound meaty but just makes it sound like someone's just going. <laughs> and all it goes. And then we, and then we saw, and I saw one in Manhattan. I'm like, that's a perfect bike for Manhattan. Occasionally someone tries to drive it around here and it doesn't work out here. Be where it's just long hills up and down highway where you need to have power. And having a Grom out here in the country is like when I had my, when I had my Nissan Pal, it's like it's fantastic in town. The second you leave, it's like Ugh. it's like dangerously slow. I've taken my bike on ridiculously long rides. Like I went from Colorado Springs to Dallas mm. in one go. I was like ten hours. 
10 Damn. hours mm-hmm. in one day. On the ninja, yeah. Damn. <laughs> How many stops do you take? Uh, well, just every like 150 miles. How much do you get to like before you hit reserve on the tank? Like around 130, 140, the light okay. will come on. And I was like, that's just a good time to stop every, basically I try to stop every like hour just okay. to stretch legs yeah. and make a break and stuff because my ass hurt real good after that. <laughs> Motorcycle question. Motorcycle. Andrew Palmer says, Hey all, I'm curious if you've seen or heard anything about the ZX4R mm. coming Ooh. to state. So a 400cc. Uh, been on the Ninja 400 for, for a few years now, a good step up. Well, you're talking about a step up to. I'm not sure what that is. Kawasaki so something the Kawasaki or other? Ninja 400, which is probably like a sort of a standard. Well, I know what a Ninja 400 yeah. is. My friend has one. But a ZX4R, I'm guessing you'd be 93 octane instead of 87, and it would make a little bit more power. I don't know how much of a step up that would be if this is the, is the type of bike that I'm thinking of. I'm going to look it up. Right. Just make sure. We'll come back oh, to okay, yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, it's the the racing bike from Kawasaki. Like, okay. More of the racing style, I should say. Like, so it's, it's a true sport bike, whereas the Ninja is a standard mm-hmm. or you know a naked bike. Mm-hmm. Even though mine's full fair. Yeah. So, you sit upright. <laughs> you have real handlebars, not clip-ons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, it's going to be almost the same bike, but it's going to be not as comfortable. Mm-hmm. Jake H says, "What's better?" Spend- yeah, it, you're you're just going to be in the leany yeah. all the whole time. Like it's yeah, the Ninja is a little bit more versatile. The, the kind of riding style. If you want to do a track day, like you could. Yeah. But it's great for just you know cruising around town the street. You can do it. You could just. It's kind of all purpose in that sense, except for off roading, of course. Mm-hmm. But like. Yeah, uh, the, the comfortable is of being able to be up when I want to, adjusting the position, especially on a long trip. You know, you don't want to keep your back like straight all the time. Sometimes I just like lay down the tank mm-hmm. and pretend that I'm going fast. <laughs> Jake H <sighs> says, what's better? Spend $5,000 to add Honda factory supercharger. I don't even know they made one. <laughs> oh, that's right. They did. To a Fit or CRZ to get 200 horsepower or buy a Volvo C30. Huh. Go back to the chat. That is a good question. I'm not a huge fan of Volvos outside of the 200 series. Um, now you're not going to get that five thousand dollars back. In fact, your Fit or CRZ will be worth less because you fucked with it than buying a Volvo C30. Now, if you don't mind more expensive maintenance then go ahead and get the volvo if you want to impress people when you raise the hood then get the little blower for the honda that is an excellent question now if someone was asking me this and their answer was well i'll i'll make sure to follow the maintenance schedule then the answer is volvo c30 if the Honda Fit is your third car, in other words, you have your nice car, you have your utility car, and you have your weird car, it's an excellent third car. But if this is your only way to get around, don't have a modified car as your only transportation. Mm. Then have just a plain old stock Volvo would be better. So I hope those two answers 
answered your question. <laughs> STR Red Wolf says, hey, all, and have some beer money. Thank you. Hey, Thank you. Hey, cheers. Hey. Are we caught up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, we do have a regular chat question from Chuck Galk, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts on a 2006 Toyota Tundra? Excellent. Great. Get it. Good. Fantastic. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Toyota Tundra. There's nothing wrong with it. Great. You've bought the truck. You need something bitter? Uh, yeah, 2006, I think. Yeah, they came with a two-year V8, right? Great. I think they're fantastic. No one will care what you're driving. You drive a truck that will last another 10 years. Well done. Well done. We 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 live in a society. It feels like it's we've been going longer than just forty minutes. I, yeah, I know it so does. It's just it's just what? draining all my brain energy, which was already kind of low. All I'm doing is thinking about that ice cream shop. I know we're gonna get ice cream after. We're this, gonna get guys. ice cream after this. It's gonna be fucking great. We're gonna hang out at the ice cream shop inside. In outside. Air conditioning. Yeah, we can go inside. Well, or we'll, we'll have ice cream. Or we'll be air conditioning our insides. Sides. Be at the ice cream shop. <laughs> I'm probably giving him a waffle cone. <gasps> Do I want sprinkles? Eat the container; it's the best. Do I want sprinkles or not? It's gonna <laughs> be really hard ice cream, and it's gonna hurt my face. <laughs> mm, I love it when it's hard. <laughs> Man, I didn't realize. Oh, oh, the epic of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> not again. Did I tell you about uh, the, yeah, the? You told me uh, well about <laughs> your oh the what? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I told Brandon. You told Brandon. Yeah. No. Okay, so it's a bit I want to do. I don't know how. <laughs> you would almost need like some. See, this would get like probably like content flagged on YouTube if you did it, but because the idea is, I like like. <laughs> some guys like i don't have like a family guy this is like my worst this is worse than my best uh sex move or it could be like a non-sequitur but okay picture a finger going around someone's left or why does it have to be a girl it could be anybody finger going around someone's lips like oh oh finger on the lips are doing foreplay a second figure and then Instead of showing two fingers going completely down the throat, it's one of those where you cut out the frames in between. <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm trying so hard to predict where uh, this is going mentally. Uh, uh, oh, 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 freeze frame. The epic of Gilgamesh. <laughs> I still don't know what it's called. <laughs> I love that about it. I, I just love that there's no reason other than it just sounds uh, funny. He I would guess. not stop giggling that. And I know what the epic of Gilgamesh is. is the, some king is a dick, and then he fights like this beast man, and then they go on adventures. And yeah, like he he like spends half his time trying to like keep his daughter from getting pregnant because the child. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like be his it's, it's yeah. some sort of like Oedipal thing. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that's Gilgamesh. <laughs> I'm so easily <laughs> entertained. Um, uh, hi, RCR. Uh, sports car question. S2000 or Cayman S? Ooh. Mm. This is from Hootie Who. Uh, 
Yes, thank you, Hootie Who. Okay. <laughs> Cayman S is a better car. But. But. An S2000 offers a type of driving experience that can't be replicated anymore. This is a motorcycle high revving, depending on AP1 or AP2, either 8,800 RPM or 9,000 RPM redline on in a car. The stiffest roadster you'll ever find. Now, granted, a S2000 was a higher... Of, it was an expensive car in its day, but not out of question. Uh, it was to bury the Miata, although the Miata MX-5 beat it in price point. It was more accessible. S2000 was a more serious car. I think they're fantastic. I don't... They're not very torquey engines. It's like riding around in, in uh, like a 250. You rev the nuts off of them. There isn't a whole lot of power. They will go fast eventually. Um, but nowadays, an S2000 is more an expression of look at this expensive thing that everybody has approved of that I now own. It's like rolling around in like uh, a, a Gen 1, like 1969 to 1972 Honda CB750, mm. like that type of motorcycle. It's not fast, but look at this expensive thing that I have that's really well made. So, I mean, I mean, an S2000, I keep talking about an S2000, so my answer is S2000. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're not street parking it because people will try to steal it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Whereas a Cayman S is just another like mid-level Porsche. Who cares? Even though it's probably the better driving car. Very good question, man. <laughs> I mean, an S2000 will always hold value. It. And then now they get looks like when you drive around an S2000, like a clean stock one is like respect from people. P Melling 2293 says Jeep Renegade, the official car of the uh, Jarum Black Clove cigarettes. <laughs> Jeep Renegade. We got really excited about this truck and now it's just another Liberty. Yeah. Jeep Renegade. Uh, the official car of guilting your parents, successfully guilting your parents into giving you rent money. Mm. Jeep Renegade emergency commissions. Jeep Renegade <laughs> uh, stealing <laughs> stealing paper from the uh, university's computer lab. Mm. Stealing toilet paper from the dining hall. <laughs> um, Jeep Renegade, you're a commuter student sneaking into the dining hall. Jeep, Jeep Renegade. Renegade, not a fan. <laughs> Jeep Renegade beating up the kid who reminded the teach the teacher she forgot to assign homework. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's just brilliant. <laughs> hello, uh, Lilum says hello, boys. How's it going? It's going. That's it's not, hot. It's hot. It's a thing that's it's happening. Yeah. Hot. It's uh, now I get do the right thing now. Um. Well, the plot. Anyway. We almost made it to an hour. Can we make another six minutes? Can that's we make another six you. minutes? It's the ultimate endurance. I believe in you. Believe it. Habib it. So remember when I was, I, I was doing that like one Roman and you, and I put a thing on, uh, I put a recording on while I went to the bathroom about a guy who was from Japan, who essentially had to win this contest. Anyway, whole thing is I couldn't find the original story and I finally found it. Is it on atrocity guide? No, I, th uh, well, I mean, I got it from an uncle John's bathroom reader, oh. but it's a pretty great, it's this comedian known as eggplant. It's a really fascinating oh, a story. story. Sorry. A really fascinating story because he's basically this guy who gets signed up for this um, 
game show where he is put into an apartment completely nude. Oh, this is the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he has to win uh, yeah, yeah, that guy. sweepstakes. And everything. He can, only, he can only eat and have things that he wins. That he, he wins. To, yeah, yeah. So, like, he, I think the only clothing he wins is like a belt and a pair of women's underwear. And that's all he has to wear for like a year. And they keep the temperature like hot enough that not having clothes doesn't matter. Yeah. I would, I would imagine. I hope so. Because <laughs> they don't really go into it. But it's funny because, you know, by the time he gets out, like he doesn't realize he's been on TV the whole time. He figures they're going to like stitch it together later or something. I don't know. But he ends up being like the biggest celebrity in Japan and gives his career a huge boost. And they took all his like letters that he wrote and bound it into a book. And so when he got out, he was already a best-selling author. <laughs> technically, it's just like this hilarious story of thinking this is about. Real? Yeah. What? Because <laughs> Japan. It's it's all like right. yeah, that makes Japanese sense. game show. It's great stuff. Right. I mean, I love Japan for that reason alone, but among so many others. But it's just something that I could not fathom because. You know, the idea is who would sign up for giving away a year of their lives. And I mean, I don't know if he thought it would take a year, but also what company is underwriting housing a guy for a year? Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people figured out where the apartment was, so they had to move him mm -hmm. under the guise of improving his luck because he was having trouble winning some things. I mean, I think he won a bag of rice and found it inedible because he couldn't. He, he didn't have anything to cook, to cook it, it with. Oh, no. And I forget how he like rigged a method of cooking it, but he basically had like a cup of rice a day. And so he came out of the whole experience just dead thin and raggedy beard because he never won anything to shave with. And it's just something where, I mean, that's waiting to be a movie. That's got to be some kind of a movie or a part of me kind of wishes I could like do RCR stories about things that aren't cars because that would be great. But also, there are way too many car stories I still got to tell now that I'm thinking about it. What happened to him after the show? He became a celebrity. Like, he, at least that's where the story ends in the Uncle oh. John's bathroom reader of oh, just okay. like, oh, he left the thing and now he's famous or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you ever see Tucker, a man in his dream? No, it's not. Right. Uh, it's a car guy movie of, mm. with uh, Jeff Bridges as the um got the founder of tucker auto or okay. i forget if it's tucker or tucker cars but martin landau's in it i, I really gotta see that movie because people keep telling me like hey do an rcr story on it and i'm like eh nah. i don't know the story but and i'm always leery to do things that i don't know the story about of course i didn't know about the isle of man tt until i talked to tom clark about it mm. or he told me about it and i was like yeah mm. Not an hour yet. I could read the weather. <laughs> you could. I mean, I read the, the weather. People the weather like me when I read the weather. <laughs> People are always down with the uh, weather. I got to boot my phone. Boot. Oh, we got to boot. It's right because you turned it off and on again. Turn it off for the <laughs> content. So everybody gets the content. Get the content. Everybody can listen to the content after the content is over. The content. And everybody, everybody like, has fun. Well, the video decided to just stop on my end. But, uh, content. content. And everybody you. can monetize their on Here's your weather report for the day. And everybody it has... is currently 88 degrees. Feels like 93. And now your local weather. From RCR Central. Currently, it is 88 degrees. With a 
wind chill of 93 degrees under mostly cloudy skies. <laughs> Humidity, 51%. It's only 50%. I feel like I'm 68%. drowning. Pressure is holding steady at 30 inches of mercury. UV index, 1. Visibility, 10 miles. Precipitation, 0%. Uh. Winds, 9 miles an hour north. Sunrise was at 6.29 a.m. Sunset will be at 7.41 p.m. The length of the day was, will be, 13 hours and 20 minutes. Remaining daylight, 1 hour, 32 minutes. And now your local weather for tomorrow. Uh-oh. Tomorrow's weather will be, uh-oh. The high will be <laughs> 89 degrees with a low <laughs> of 65 degrees. It's going to rain. Chance of scattered oh. thunderstorms. 60%. Yes. And, 90% and 80%. It's 90. And oh, I love a good 90%. Yes. And 80%. <laughs> and 70%. And 70%. And 70%. Right, is, and 70%. <laughs> we have a question. And, and Peter Gabriel. He's still going. And 70%. Give me the phone back. And <laughs> I think he's stuck in a loop. Here. And 70 90% chance of precipitation. Humidity tomorrow will be 73%. How do we turn UV off and index will um, be high at a factor <laughs> of 7. Chance of rain, like 90%. Sunrise will be at 6.30 a.m. Like <laughs> Sunset, 7.40 p.m. Chance of rain, 10%. This is 20%. This is the podcast now. It's the weather. Winds will be light and variable at 2 to 8 miles an hour. What's great is you, that a, you've succeeded. It's and now, an <laughs> what's great is that and another that was podcast your will be local weather. Uh, Striker Red Wolf says, What is your current favorite car brand for these modern times? 99 Toyota Corolla. <laughs> yes i would say Toyota continue moving on well. forever in a 1999 toyota corolla <laughs> well that's been a podcast that has been a podcast <laughs> one of the more grueling ones Ooh. even though i had beer and everything um but all i do is think about ice cream so i know we need to eat dinner and all this stuff i kind of oh, want ice cream ice cream right. yeah, one last yeah, one cream. came in what would tumbles the <laughs> You're going deep with that meme. I don't think that guy owns a car. Oh shit! Yeah, he drives shit. his mom's third gen caravan. <laughs> I know who tumbles the stair dragon was. I know only of the legend. tries to cut his wrist with a pair of broken Oakleys or something like that. <laughs> Which is really like like that that was CWC before CWC, but it was only existed in one moment. Well, that was a good podcast. Thank you that for everybody uh, was, for listening to RCR Podcast 114. Thank you to our guest, Riley. You know her as Mythomorph online. Buy I'm, her art, buy her merchandise. I'm, I'm now forever. Yes, your merch there. is permanently on the RCR laptop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to everybody who donated to Super Chats. We will spend Be your envious. money. 
We will spend your money very wisely. <laughs> very wisely. Thank you to everybody who donates to Patreon. You're allowing RCR to function as a much larger uh, YouTube channel than it really is. Thank you to everybody <laughs> who participates in our giveaway. Uh, giveaway number 11 is still going on. That is a 675 horsepower Chevy Camaro six-speed with, a, I, think, I think the size of the supercharger is two liters. So it's a six-liter engine with a two-liter supercharger on it. Um Someone's going to win it this Wednesday at whynotyougear.com. Uh, buy a mug, digital download, and get entered to win. Uh, the link is all over my everything. Uh, Nick, any closing thoughts? Uh, this will be on iTunes and Spotify tomorrow. So check out the podcast. <laughs> Riley, where can people find you? You can find me at Mythomorph everywhere. And that's a show. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for watching. Have a wonderful week. Have a Bye. wonderful week, everyone. Oh, <laughs> the